It's Tuesday, October 18th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks surged Monday, another day of outsized moves on Wall Street, as investors tried to make sense of an unsettled economic outlook and geared up for another batch of corporate earnings. The S&P 500 rose 94 points. The index slid 2.4% Friday after a 2.6% gain Thursday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 550 points, while the Nasdaq Composite jumped 354 points. The indices pulled out their latest sell-off in part on the strength of earnings reports, including those by some of the nation's biggest banks. Investors were bracing for evidence that many companies were already mired in a slump. Investors said the big gains and losses underscored angst over a possible recession and the pace of interest rate increases rather than fundamental changes in the economy. Adding to those worries, recent inflation data showed rapid price growth has been hard to slow, making it more likely that the Fed will continue to raise rates aggressively. In other news, President Joe Biden on Monday officially kicked off the application process for his student debt cancellation program and announced that 8 million borrowers had already applied for loan relief during the federal government's soft launch period over the weekend. He encouraged the tens of millions eligible for potential relief to visit studentaid.gov and touted the application form that the president said would take less than five minutes to complete. An early beta launch version of the online form released late Friday handled the early stream of applications without a glitch or any difficulty, Biden said. The president called his program a game changer for millions of Americans with student loan debt. Biden's plan calls for $10,000 in federal student debt cancellation for those with incomes below $125,000 a year or households that make less than $250,000 a year. The plan makes $20 million eligible to get their federal student debt erased entirely. Around the world, Australia dropped its recognition of West Jerusalem as Israel's capital, sparking a diplomatic spat between the two U.S. allies over the long-standing Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The decision by Australia's center-left government, which came to power after an election in May, reverses a 2018 move by the previous center-right government to recognize West Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Australia's embassy is still in Tel Aviv. The 2018 decision put Australia out of step with the majority of the international community, Australian Foreign Minister Penny Wong said Tuesday. The Israeli Foreign Ministry said Australia had been motivated by short-sighted political considerations and that Australia's ambassador to Israel would be summoned over the decision. Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid also criticized the move, saying Jerusalem is the eternal and united capital of Israel and nothing would change that. Back in the U.S., Federal air safety regulators have asked Boeing to launch a review of its safety paperwork for the 737 MAX 7, another setback for the plane maker's push to win approval for the jet before a year-end legal deadline. The FAA is unable to review the company's submissions due to missing and incomplete information related to cockpit crew's potential reactions to catastrophic hazards, according to an October 12th agency letter reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Airplane makers must meet such hurdles before regulators clear jets to carry passengers. The FAA's request for a review covers system safety assessments for the 737 MAX 7, which is the shortest in Boeing's family of the single-aisle jets. It comes after the agency recently said the aircraft was at risk of not being certified by a December deadline set by Congress 
following two fatal crashes of the 737 MAX 8, an earlier version of the jet. Boeing said safety remains the driving factor in its efforts to meet all regulatory requirements in certifying the 737 MAX 7. And University of Tennessee fans stormed the football field this weekend after upsetting University of Alabama, ripping out both goalposts and dumping them in the Tennessee River. Now, the university set up an online fundraiser, bringing in nearly $150,000 from over 2,600 donors as of Monday evening. The school will be taking donations for the next two weeks. Goalposts cost anywhere from $10,000 to $20,000, not including paying people to install them. Additional funds raised will go to the school's 20 varsity athletic programs. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.